0: The button
1: has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. My lovely daughter sent me a, a FaceTime. She starts the conversation with a camera showing just her nostril. I'm like, yeah, that's my daughter. That's my uh-huh. daughter. God bless her. You know, apple tree, not her. much oh, air
0: between. Yeah. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, And uh, social media, social distancing, and all these other things we're doing here in the ramp up of the coronavirus. Do we want to call it a panic, an incident, a situation? It's a panic. It's a panic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Welcome listeners. Uh, You may notice that we sound slightly different this week. That's because El Kaiser and I are being socially responsible and we are recording at home via the magic of the internet. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer.
1: And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado and we're hunkered down.
0: Yes. Hunkered. Yes, I have got so many. Are you hunkered? I am hunkered. I have so many bags of shelf-stable food and supplies (laughs) that my living room
1: looks like a bodega.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to ride this one out.
1: I've got a lot of peas for some reason. I've got cans and cans of peas. I don't know why.
0: You'll you'll, you'll get your greens.
1: I sure will. I sure will.
0: Yes. So uh, I know everyone out there who's listening to this, because this is a global pandemic at this time. I know a few episodes ago we couldn't remember epidemic versus pandemic. We are firmly in the pandemic end of the spectrum here now with entire countries in Europe, uh, Spain, Italy, Norway, just shutting down. People are on curfew. They can't come out of their apartments. They're trying to contain the spread of this COVID-19 coronavirus. The U.S is not fully up to that level yet, but it's getting there. And I think, you know, they keep talking about the wave and the curve and, and the upshot of all of these cases and people getting diagnosed. And I think we're still early in the game here. Would you say not, uh, Mr. Kaiser? We are
1: definitely early in the game, definitely early in the game. But I have to tell you something. I love the human spirit and especially in Italy. Now, they've been getting hit hard outside of China. They've been getting hit really hard. You know what? If I was going to live anywhere else on the planet, it would be Italy. Because they show this shot on television of this apartment complex somewhere in Italy. And the folks, every apartment is hanging out on their balcony singing Roar by Katy Perry. I mean, it's wow. like you know that has come together is, moment there. I love this. Then there was another one from Spain where people are actually doing exercise. They're all they're having an exercise routine. Oh yeah, you there's know, like there's some great. guy out on a rooftop and was leading yes. and everyone with yeah. Yes, I well, love and that. And I I these this. countries too, there,
0: there's a couple of them, a couple cities anyway, that at ten o'clock every night they stand on their balconies and they clap for the doctors and the nurses who are on the
1: front lines of this thing. Which, that's beautiful. You know what? There's a hospital not too far from here and y'all are going to hear sirens anytime, you know, yeah. so, you know, forgive the uh, siren blasting, but again, Hey, we're hunkered down. Yeah. We're hunkered down and, and it's uh, unusual circumstances. And I can see when I'm, you know, when I'm briefly outside running errands and stuff like that, getting, getting more peas, getting more cans of peas Yes, getting, and
0: <laughs> helping your elderly neighbors as I know you were doing.
1: Yes. You have to do that. Folks do that. Knock on a door for gosh sakes. The doctors and the nurses look exhausted. God bless them. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. It is a pandemic.
0: Yeah, so we're pandemic in here, working from home, both of us also throughout the week, which could lead to a little of the, the cabin
1: fever. Yeah, but what are you doing for your social distancing?
0: Staying in the apartment, maybe going out just for like a solo walk in the morning, just glow air. But when I have free time, when I'm not working from home, because I have all the spare time without the commute now, picking up the banjo, trying to uh, get some muscle memory back, maybe learn a song again, catching up on the reading. Of course, we've got this vast repository of streaming video that's out there. And so catching up on some shows that I kind of let fall by the wayside because life got in the way. Uh, What are you doing, Kaiser?
1: Uh, My knuckleheaded friends from the About Men radio show, which we used to do a while back, they're sending me links to the movie Contagion. All right. Knowing that you are a a tad jumpy about this. Yeah, just a little bit. And they sent me the graphic novel for The Stand. Okay. So, you know, they've put a playlist together of films to watch about end-of-time viruses that destroy the planet. So, you know, that's my friends. God okay, bless so, them. So,
0: sir, I believe you're being
1: wound up, as they say. I am totally being wound up. And I can just see the big smiles on their knuckle-headed faces. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I am doing? all oh, legitimately, while ignoring the virus, uh, you know, uh, material they're sending me? I'm catching up on television stuff. Um, well, oh, technically thing. Netflix. Netflix. Voltron, I saw that I finally got around to the last season of Voltron, which was kind of disappointing. You know, I mean, Voltron itself, the show, I mean, I've talked about it ad nauseum. But the, the thing about the show was that it took this really bizarre, you know, Japanese anime and completely reformatted it for today's sensibility, even including what was an attempt at LGBT relationships. It obviously wasn't as fantastic an ending as the Good Place, but you know, I mean, yeah, that, that was one's going to be hard
0: to top for decades. Oh,
1: please, that, in my personal opinion, is better than Mash. the oh, yeah. ending of Mash, which was always the the standard for ends of series. But and I'm watching The Dragon Prince, which is also one of those deals. It's like a sword and sorcery, you know, okay. escapist entertainment when has, you're trapped inside. Exactly. I'm all about the escapist entertainment. I'm seriously all about it. I'm not one of these people that want to read about everything that's going on. I want to be away from the madness. Yeah, well, if I don't want Contagion or Snowpiercer or anything like that.
0: Well, I mean, if you're trapped in your apartment, you can let your mind, you know, run with, with fantasy literature or online games yes. or all kinds of things that take us out of our existing reality and put us into a different world.
1: Oh, speaking of online games, actually, I'm going to talk about something along those lines in our second segment after the news. Oh, Yes.
0: So you, you've yeah. been you've been finding some uh, some things to do with your spare time. Uh, I have. Besides uh, watching television and sitting on my butt. Yes, and and, and getting virtual wedges from your friends. Yes,
1: <laughs> I like that. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So, well know. played, JD. Well played. Is there any news happening?
0: There is a little bit of news, uh, including one very big retirement announcement that we'll get to in a moment. Um, but uh, you know, the great pandemic of 2020—that's kind of dominating a lot of it. Yeah, giving the new—I uh, guess this year has a, a new meaning to the phrase "cancel culture," because as we <laughs> saw way back in February, it started with Mobile World Congress, but pretty much every spring tech conference, expo, sporting event, live performance, school classes, even some civic rituals like primary elections have either gotten canned, postponed, or converted into virtual gatherings online, all in the name of controlling the spread of the COVID-19 virus and keep just keeping people away from each other so the infection does not pass from person to person. So now, while some have observed that uh, stock in uh, your Zoom, your Netflix, your pre and your Clorox are a sure bet these days, and quite frankly, social distancing is probably an inverts dream, you know, <laughs> just come to life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, we, you know, as we, we mentioned earlier, uh, we all just got to stay safe, stay planted, use our isolation creatively, and, and just kind of ride this thing out because the, the less you go out, the less chance you have to spread or even if you don't know that you might be a carrier, you know, you, you could potentially risk passing it on to somebody else. You could get it from somebody. Uh, it, it's just a, a, just a good time to stay indoors. Now, yes, um, Twitter. Absolutely. Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, and Microsoft, and many other uh, tech and white-collar companies are also instructing employees to work from home, all in this effort to help contain the virus. So in addition to the shorter commutes and less pollution, another good thing uh, to temporarily come out of this remote workplace shift is that AT&T is suspending broadband data caps until further notice. So nice. that, that was, yeah. Now, uh, this is coming from the uh, Vice Motherboard side, and they report a uh, consumer groups and a coalition of 17 senators are now present pressuring other internet service providers to also waive overage fees. This is a few days ago, so I don't know how those behind-the-scenes discussions are going, and maybe some others will have popped up by the time this episode is uh, distributed. But Senator Mark Warner, the Democrat of Virginia, issued a letter to the nation's biggest ISPs demanding that they stop engaging in a practice critics have long said is little more than glorified price gouging of Caspian customers when you have a bandwidth cap and you can't quite manage to stay under it. However, as Ars Technica reports, Comcast is still sticking it to people who blow by their bandwidth limits.
1: Ah, hold on one second. This is an update. Breaking news. Breaking news. As we're recording this, Comcast and T-Mobile have announced that they're going to suspend their internet data caps for the next 60 days. All right. So so they've joined AT&T. Fresh new material. Okay. So Comcast is uh, coming around. So Yes, they are. They are absolutely coming around, thankfully. And Bell Rogers and other companies in Canada are also doing the same. So the Canadian outfits are doing it too. Okay. So whether it was government pressure or perhaps they just realized
0: we should do the right thing, ISPs are stepping up to the bat here. I'm thinking it
1: was government Yeah,
0: (laughs) Probably something like that. So so Comcast, uh, late to the game, but finally showed up. Um, They did have a other little PR problem a few days ago because they they accidentally published the unlisted phone numbers of 200,000 customers who were paying them good money to keep their phone numbers private. Um, So, oops, a a little boo-boo there. Uh, They did give $100 credits to the affected customers and advised them they could change their phone numbers at no charge. But uh, something like this happened a few years ago, and in yeah, 2015, yeah. Comcast had to pay a 33 million dollar settlement over that. So, what do you what do you call it? A cubic buttload
1: of money? They yes, have a to cubic pay?
0: buttload. Yes. So on on the one side, they are uh, they're taking the caps off, but yeah, if someone pays to have their phone number uh, unlisted, you should not publish it online. I would agree. with Just that. logic yes. there. <laughs> The remote employees aside, Facebook itself is getting a little bit of the solitary confinement treatment if you are using Mozilla's Firefox browser. Now, if you've uh, just updated your copy of Firefox to version 74, you're probably going to see a box asking you to install the Facebook container add-on. While this is yes, not a, I saw that. Yes, I it's like, that, yeah. what is this little thing? Now, this is not a brand new extension, uh, but it's the latest version uh, that, that has the new stuff. I believe it's version uh, 2.1.0. It's been revved up and enhanced with power to add custom sites into this container area uh, so you can log in with Facebook wherever you need to. Now, what this does is Allows you to use Facebook, but the extension stops the social network from tracking you all around the rest of the web. As the documentation notes, installing this extension closes your Facebook tabs, deletes your Facebook cookies, and logs you out of Facebook. Uh, Obviously, some pros and cons if there's like like buttons that don't work anymore. And I think it essentially makes it be like you have two different browsers, one with Facebook enabled and one with not. But uh, if you're interested in it and want to know more about the pros and cons and how it works, we will have a link to it on our show page.
1: Or you can just do like me and just get off the platform. Yeah, yeah. Can we still play Mafia Wars on there?
0: Uh, I I do not know. Uh, I don't know if people are still poking each other and doing that cow thing either. Oh but. yeah, the
1: poking thing. I never really understood that. Yeah, po- po- yeah. Po- no.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, oh yes. Yeah, El Kaiser's alternative is just to flat leave Facebook altogether. I did. I flat left them. Yeah. It's like so long, Facebook. See ya. And you don't miss it at all, do you?
1: No, absolutely not. Not even once. Yes. Not at all. So there's life after Facebook.
0: There is. That retirement that we talked about, uh, Mr. Bill Gates is stepping down from Microsoft's board. He had, uh, you know, sort of stepped away from the company a few years ago uh, just to go on the board. And he was also on the board of Berkshire Hathaway, uh, which was run by Warren Buffett. I guess they're they're sort of billionaire buddies there. In a LinkedIn post, uh, Mr. Gates wrote, I have made the decision to step down from both the public boards on which I serve Microsoft and Berkshire Hathaway to dedicate more time to philanthropic priorities, including global health and development, education, and my increasing engagement in tackling climate change. So he's quitting the the, the boards of these huge companies. He's still got billions of dollars left and he is using that to kind of help the world. Like, clearly we need some public health help here. Oh, yes, we do. And climate change. <laughs> yes yeah, need some of that and education. So uh, as, as much as he may have... Been a bit smug in the the eighties and nineties uh, when Microsoft was sort of uh, becoming a monopoly and going after uh, the, the market and dominating and, and and trying to get rid of Apple. He's kind of yeah. come full circle, and all that money he made during those days, he's actually using it for good.
1: Yeah, he is. It's it's funny. There's no no more Steve Jobs, no more Bill Gates. Yeah, at Microsoft. It's weird. And you know, it's funny. I also thought. Why did he make the announcement on LinkedIn, of all things? But I, re- I remembered LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft. Yes, maybe he, he
0: can help solve the coronavirus issue. But he's not, let's the, hope. Yeah, he's not the only one, though, who could help out. Uh, the folding at home, you know, that uh, distributed computing platform yeah. that lets you donate yeah. your spare mm-hmm. processing power on a computer uh, to projects that are trying to do giant mathematical problems basically turns like a whole distributed grid of computers into a supercomputer to crunch numbers. Uh, the Folding at Home people have a few coronavirus projects uh, that they've announced, and we'll have a link uh, to what those are um, for anyone who does have some spare uh, processor cycles that they want to donate. But they have a few projects, and they are actively looking uh, to see how they can break down some of the viral proteins and things that make up this virus and see if they can get to a cure or get more research on uh, on this happening faster. That's awesome. Yeah, that that, that is a very cool thing. And I, and I've used uh, some distributing computing projects for years. The SETI at home, uh, one from the nineties, uh, still home. big. Yeah. Uh, but and folding at home has been been around for quite a while, and they do all of these protein folding projects and all of that computer power that you're not really using, especially if you have a super big gaming machine and you're not actively gaming. That mm-hmm. power you're not using could actually be used by the software to help crunch packets of data and upload it back to the folding home so they can add it to their uh, collection. So something to think about there if you want to help out. But uh, while North America and Europe are thrashing around in the thick of the virus fight, China seems to be coming out of it on the other side with its battle to contain the disease after weeks of testing and quarantining the sick and shutting down cities and aggressively monitoring public health.
1: Very aggressively. Yes, you
0: like the, therm- the thermometer just like strapped to your head before you can go anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, they-, they went hardcore on it. Uh, but it seems to have worked as draconian as it was, and new cases are on the decline, and the Foxconn factories in Asia that make a lot of Apple products are getting back into production. Good for Apple, also good for all those people in China who that was their job and they need to have income. So yeah. some of the factories that make uh, Apple stuff and other tech products are starting to grind back into gear. So while that end of the global supply chain is gearing up again on the other side of the world, consumer demand over here may need a little time to get back to normal after this disruption. Plus, you know, volatile stock market and other factors like people getting in fights trying to buy 36 rolls of toilet paper at once. So um, <laughs> so, so that that is hopeful though, that the, the because China has been dealing that with is this, very hopeful. I think that because they believe they had their first cases of it in November or December of 2019, and it yep. really, really hit them hard in January and uh, early February. And since then, they have been fighting to keep it down and contain it. And it looks like some of those uh, measures have been helping. Finally,
1: yeah, as draconian as they are, they are helping.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, but but uh, so Foxconn uh, could be uh, revving up again soon. Fears about sure. a delayed fall phone season uh, got a little more amped up uh, for some people as leaks about Apple's iPhone 12 began to bust out. And again, we don't know when this is going to show up because of the factory uh, slowdown and, and yeah. people Who knows, not being yeah. able to do uh, work in the normal manner. But while Samsung has been plunging ahead with super high-res cameras on the Galaxy S20 line and uh, those folding models that reviewers really don't seem to like, like uh, Brian Chen over the New York Times, not a fan of the Galaxy Flip, um, mm. the iPhone. 12 Pro could have one of the biggest camera upgrades in years, including possibly a 64 megapixel sensor. And there's also been some talk about a 3D depth camera in there somewhere. Again, all rumors, all rumors. But if it even gets the 64 megapixel sensor, that will be up way much from the uh, current 12 megapixels on the iPhone 11 Pro models. The tipsters out there in the industry also claim to have heard that the uh, next iPhone will have a new ultra-wide lens with the same field of view as the current iPhone 11 models, but the new lens will be able to capture 35% more light for better shots in darker places. So uh, that's something uh, the new cameras are supposed to be uh, able to focus closer on objects with a minimum focusing distance of just 2.2 centimeters if you really want an extreme close-up of someone's nostrils or something. (laughs) Yeah, like my daughter. Yes. And uh, software improvements, because they always go in and they, they work on the AI and the machine learning and the software every generation now, too. So software improvements could build on Apple's own high dynamic range implementation and its deep fusion technology, which is the thing that takes the nine photos and puts the best parts of them together in one image and all magic behind the scenes. So uh, enhancements (laughs) on those are expected. So could be some good stuff coming. They're they're saying this could be the biggest phone leap in a while. But remember, all just rumors until the keynote. And we don't know what's going to happen because of the current conditions.
1: Yeah. And as you've said before, the fact of the matter is Apple hasn't really changed the way the phone looks. Yeah. Everything's been incremental. This sounds like a really big deal. Yeah, the, I mean, just the the camera upgrade. And you're all about the camera. You've always been all. Oh, about Oh yeah, the camera. I
0: mean that, that's that's my favorite part of it. It's like yeah, you can you can talk to people on the phone and you can check internet and there's all these apps, but the camera is really the thing. And having tested an iPhone 11 Pro Max recently, there are just some beautiful things you're doing now. Even you know having just three cameras with 12 megapixels. And there, jumping that up to 64. You just get so much more things to play with. I can imagine only imagine, yeah. The file size is probably going to be a little heftier on your photos, though. Just a little bit. Yes. Um, just a bit. But, and finally. And finally. The World Wide Web celebrated its 31st birthday this month. Wow. Yes. It grew up so fast. And its creator, <laughs> Sir Tim Berners-Lee of the World Wide Web Foundation. Sir Tim. Sir Tim. Sir Tim. Yes, he's now running the World Wide Web Foundation. He's speaking up about the fact that the, the web is great, yeah, but it can also sometimes be a difficult place for women and girls Now, with the help of activists, academics, policymakers, and business people across the world, uh, his web foundation has built and published what it calls a contract for the web, which is endorsed by companies, institutions, and thousands of organizations and individuals. And this contract is designed to protect and shape a web that is safe, empowering, and available to all. And the reason they're doing this, uh, they have a few reasons listed on the site. The foundation notes a majority of the world's women are still not connected to the Internet, perhaps because of lack of money, education, and access. Additionally, uh, for many women and girls who do happen to have access, the web is not safe enough, with some surveys finding that more than half of all female users have experienced abuse, harassment, and violence threats online. And the foundation also found that other types of online discrimination against women that are out of public view are still going on, like artificial intelligence systems that use algorithms to uh, judge abilities and define opportunities, but they're written by men and they don't factor in certain things that women do. So they're finding that these algorithms can discriminate against women, just as we've discussed before. Algorithms also tend to discriminate against people of color because it's not there's not a wide ray of diversity in the scientists who are creating these algorithms <laughs> in the first place.
1: That's such a nice way of putting it. You're you're a diplomat. I like that. I try that. sometimes.
0: But but it's all, you know, very good points and so uh, for anyone out there who would like to read the Foundation's contract for the web, we'll have a link. I don't know if it will do anything. Manifestos can sometimes be hit or miss, but I think it's also yeah. bringing a lot of problems to the attention of people who might be reading it and be in the industry and be able to have some change in that situation. So here's hoping. But for anyone out there who wants to know more about the things we discussed uh, in today's uh, very virus-heavy news segment, uh, you can find them all online at poptakejam.com Yeah, sounds like you've been having some snake and bacon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Diddy, Pedro. You know, like we talked about earlier, my whole thing is escapism. It's crazy outside. It's like zombie apocalypse. It's I Am Legend on the streets in Manhattan right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know that. I don't want to deal with that. Yes. So I've dived back into the warm embrace of video game. Oh, okay. So a little retro, a little modern. What could be more escapist than playing games, right? That's true. But. The biggest difference is even though I've got, you know, I got the Xbox and the Switch and all that, which my game, my kids have basically absconded with, but
0: yeah, you're not, you're not playing Pandemic, are you? No, (laughs) I'm not playing Pandemic. So you're getting your uh, anxiety and frustrations out by just fragging the heck out of things on screen?
1: You know, you would think considering how much I love first person shooters and stuff like that, but no, I, what I'm actually digging is Apple Arcade.
0: Really? The, the, uh, the revamped Game Center uh, yes. Apple creation they put out last year?
1: I'm going to put it to you very succinctly. Apple Arcade rocks. Ooh. It absolutely rocks. And you know what? I, I, I mean, let me just clarify things here. I'm not saying that it's going to be a replacement for your Xbox or your PlayStation or your Switch. But number one, it's family friendly. Okay. You get, you can, I, I'm not worried about my kids downloading a game and it's going to be really inappropriate or rated M or super hyper violent. No. Okay. So there's a gatekeeping aspect involved. Absolutely. A gatekeeping. Secondly, the games are going to be non-freemium games, which you know is also a big bugaboo I have. Oh yes, you hate the frames. I hate the frames. I don't want packs, or I don't want to have to pay for extra stuff that should actually be part of the game that you earn. I don't want any loot crates, none of that stuff. I just want to play the game, right? All right. And And thirdly, it features a lot of independent games, independent creators that, to be blunt can get lost on what is the massive Apple store. You know, you when you go looking for a game, it's overwhelming sometimes. So what people end up doing is just looking at what's, you know, what are the top games and just yeah. going from there. They're not digging into some of the more inventive games, the uh, you know, the great puzzlers, stuff like that. So what I enjoy is the fact that these are games that are experimental they don't look like your basic AAA games. It's not like
0: Blasty Tanks fifteen because Blasty Tanks the first fourteen, you know, were so good that the exactly. so, so they're fresh new
1: material. They're not just riding a franchise. A lot of fresh new material. Hot Lava was the big game that they actually you know launched with. It's it's a graphic intensive game, but there's a whole bunch of them. A lot lot of family friendly fun stuff like Butter Royale, which is sort of like a Fortnite. What I like to call homage. Okay. And I don't want to call it a complete ripoff, but you know, it's an homage. But, but instead of shooting big guns, dairy products? Yes, actually, you're shooting butter pats at people. Okay. Basically. All right. You know, you're so, you're, you're, so you're not flagging the heck out of them. Yes, nonviolent, violent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of games. There's a great baseball game on there that the name escapes me right now Sasquatch. That's a fun game. Ocean Horn 2, which is sort of like a Zelda. Again, homage. Yes, yes, the and, little and, things with swords. Yes, there's a lot of fun games that, again, like I said, I can play with my kids or they can play without me worrying about what they're going to download. And it's $5 a month. So, yeah, I was, was going to
0: ask, because so this is just basically a uh, subscription to this library correct. of games. that I, So not individual cost per game, $5 a month. You get to play anything you want, like it's the Golden Crow Buffet, right? Absolutely
1: absolutely and you know it's not i'm i'm not going to go anywhere near uh, the news plus service i mean i have the free tv plus apple tv plus but let me tell you they got nothing on there that i want to watch i tried a couple of shows uh uh-uh. uh but yeah. apple arcade rocks it really is a lot of fun
0: and you can play it across all of your apple devices your ios absolutely. your mac your apple tv
1: I can start on my Apple TV, finish on my phone, log in, in uh, with my iPad, and the, you know what? It's worked so well that I'm contemplating upgrading my Apple TV device, my Apple Ooh, TV box. to the big fancy 4K one? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Right now, <laughs> why, why, they, they've done exactly what, what they needed to do. They've enticed me into buying another product happily buying another product.
0: Well, they give you something you wanted, and you realize, hey, I would like to have more of this thing that I want, so maybe I'll just get this
1: thing that will enable that for me. Bingo. All right. And you know, I've been hard on Apple for a long time, but they got this right, which, and you know what? I got to give them props. They got it right. Apple Arcade. Yeah, no. No,
0: it sounds way better than Game Center, their first uh, Oh, yeah, I never understood that. Never understood Game Center. Yeah, it would be like weird leaderboards, and you'd have to log in. Yeah, I did. never found that one particularly i think the whole thing was basically to try to combine a social network with a gaming thing because i get like yes. gaming invitations from people i never heard of but i was like yeah maybe not um all right well i'm glad they, they they've uh, succeeded this time and you know who knows you could just get so hooked on this that you're not even gonna want to um stop socially distancing
1: after the, the virus <laughs> passes by just throw food at me every once in a while that's all
0: yeah yeah we'll they'll just you know do a, do a ring and run and you'll have a you know a, a bag of uh the tacos and Chinese food waiting for you out there. (laughs) But uh, anyway, well, we should probably let the listeners get back to, uh, you know, getting so. their updates from the CDC and listening to the news and getting instructions. Uh, but before we go, we must thank the bros. Yes. Thank you, bros. Built by bros.com,
1: If you think it, they will build it.
0: Yes. And thank you, listeners. Uh, we don't know what your situation is or where you're at, but we hope you're safe and healthy and uh, finding many things to keep yourself entertained. If you are indeed uh, being uh, socially distant and isolating yourself and uh, just staying out of the way while this virus passes by. Absolutely. Stay safe, folks. Wash your hands. Yes, wash your hands with soap. So until next time, when we're back with more and hopefully some some better non-viracy news. I'm JD Beersdorfer, and I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Okay, let's go play some Apple Arcade. I'm gonna play Hot Lava. That'll kill the germs. <laughs>